0: You know, I could just think of all those tunes that while I was studying my exams, before I studied my exam for a sergeant, lieutenant, or captain, I would listen to the hip-hop sounds, and that gave me the energy that I have. Let's be clear. My story is your story. You know, my story is your story. Uh, Dyslexic. Arrested rejected, now I'm elected. of passion my
1: mind. And all the while I think of you A very strange reaction too The more I see the more I do like Baby tell nobody to come along, But white right, that was Eric Adams the mayor a couple days ago at uh, City Hall celebrating uh, 50 years of hip-hop. Next year, I think, is the 50th anniversary. Uh, maybe they're building a museum. I don't even know. But this is Grandmaster Flash. White lines. I used to like this song. We are waiting on the mayor. He hasn't called in yet. He's late. But, um, well, he's running a big city here. Damn it. Calm down. Jeez, Is he calling us or are we calling him, Phillips? He's supposed to call us. Yeah. I know he is because he you know, set this view up. I did. I texted him. Uh, we spoke. We speak a lot lately, actually. Don't worry about it. I'm not saying a thing. You know, people forget that years Uh-oh. ago, when he was Brooklyn Borough President, you know who he, his favorite show was, and he would call in sometimes without even getting without even being booked. Was me and Bernie, and uh, Bernie and Sid had Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams on all the time, especially during COVID. He was on with me and Bernie a lot. And then, of course, he was elected mayor, and we've had some differences in opinion. Less than you think. Last week, uh, my beautiful wife, Danielle, and I had the um, fortunate opportunity to have dinner with the mayor, and it was great. We um, talked about personal stuff. We had some laughs, and we brought up some serious topics as well. And the mayor was all too enthusiastic about answering all of it. So with that said, here he is on this Friday morning, Mayor Eric Adams. Mr. Adams, how are you, pal?
0: Hey, how's it going, Sid? And, you know, your wife is a gem.
1: Oh, thank you. And
0: and it wasn't... (laughs) It wasn't a few laughs. it was a whole lot of laughs. laughs
1: it's true. no, we did. We had a lot of laughs. We did it was it was a It was a very it was a fun evening. It really was mr mayor and uh, But again, as I said, you know, we discussed some serious topics i mean i'll tell you this i I uh, promote you coming on. my phone blows up. You tell the mayor, you ask the mayor vaccine mandates crime. but you said something a couple of days ago, which I thought was pretty bipartisan, which was. You called out your own party. You called out the Democrats on how they're handling the crime issue. Sure. And now have you gotten any response from any of your colleagues? Or And are you sticking to what you said, Mayor Adams, a couple of days ago, which is my party needs to do a better job?
0: And let's, let's be clear on this. Uh, this is not a Democrat or Republican. This is an American problem. When children are shot, when our streets are filled with guns, and it was about stating that we are doing a good job, and we're not informing the public about what we're doing. Look at the, the legislation that we passed, sensible gun laws. Look how we put money back into public safety. And so what I said to the party in a clear way, we need to tell our story and not allow the fringe ends of the party to dictate what we believe everyday working class New Yorkers want. In need, And I'm a working-class New York, always have been and will continue to be.
1: Mr. Mayor, we uh, discussed during dinner that night your trip to Albany, and uh, I said to you, listen, I was honest with you, right? Was I not, Eric? I said, look, when you came back and you weren't yelling and screaming about Stuart Cousins and Heasty and all these people, me and Bernie were like, come on, man. Come on, Mayor Adams, <laughs> get pissed out of your laughing. Because I said it to you at dinner, and you said, Sid, I get it, but it's not that easy because I've got other things I need to deal with. Not that crime isn't the most important, but it's not the only issue, so it's not that easy. So explain to listening audience what you told me and Danielle that night because it did make sense.
0: Well, because here's, here's the goal. Um, there are many things we must get through the Albany, through Albany. Uh, we're a creature of the state, and it's about whatever disagreements you have, you voice them. And uh, you sit down, but then you have to solve real issues. Like, I needed Albany, and I was successful with Carl and Andrea, to get uh, earned income tax credit increased. That put money back into the pockets of low-income New Yorkers. Child care, billions of dollars uh, we were able to give back. NYCHA Land Trust, we were able to give back. Hotel conversions. And so <clears throat> when you go in and you live and die on one issue, and not the multitude of issues that this city needs, you are shooting yourself in, in the foot. And so I must be able to sit down and say, here's where we disagree, here's where we agree, let's move through those issues that we agree on. That's important. And we, what people didn't realize when we went to Albany, we did come back with some uh, reforms around criminal justice. You know, the DA's told us that the collection of evidence and what's called discovery was crucial for us to win, and we were able to make those uh, modifications. But I'm going to continue to pursue what I believe is right. They're going to pursue what, what they believe is right, and we're going to find ways to run the city correctly.
1: You know, Mayor Adams, despite the back and forth between you and Woody Giuliani, I'm close, you know, uh, with Andrew, you know that. And um, so I was talking to him yesterday, and he said, you know, he said, when my father was mayor, the, when he first won, for example, his relationship with the governor Pataki was tenuous at best. But then we had 9-11, and usually when there's a big crisis in New York, even people with huge differences find a way to come together. And he said, really, by the second term, my father and Pataki got along well. So that does bode the question, what is your real relationship, Mayor? Don't give me the press conference uh, the nonsense, all right? <laughs> what is Because I know you, and I know you really do care down deep. What is your real relationship with Governor Hochul? And, and I would kid you not, and you know me, uh,
0: throughout the years, uh, you know, when uh, Bernie was here and you, uh, we have real candid conversations yes. on the show. Yes, You know, the uh, uh, Governor Hochul has been an unbelievable ally and friend, real ally and friend. Governor Hochul, uh, when I told her how important it was for us to look at recidivism and to look at uh, discovery laws, she dug in deep, but she didn't have to. And then she sat down in the room with me during the asylum and migrants uh, uh, issue uh, with the president. And she was uh, uh, stern as hell. When I saw her in the room, I realized we have a real leader here. Uh, she was clear. New York cannot uh, carry this burden. And each time I called the governor, she was there. And I, I believe we're going to have a great run as mayor and governor, and I'm really excited about it. I spoke with Ms. Somos. I saw her the other day at the Urban League. Uh, she reaches out to me. We communicate well. I think New York is in a great place with a governor and mayor that
1: are on the same side together. All right. I'm not sure all of my listeners agree, but that's okay. That's the beauty <laughs> of this conversation, because I know I will. I will tell you, uh, Mayor, that there are more people willing to give you the benefit of the doubt because you did do a good job as Brooklyn Borough president, and you do seem to have some bipartisan opinions. Uh, that's not the case with her. I mean, you do realize that during the debate with Lee Zeldin, she actually said, and I quote, Eric, Mr. Mayor Adams, quote, why do you care about that so much? And she was talking about the crime issue here in New York. So she may have those conversations with you, but the average New Yorker has has seeing somebody that doesn't seem to care all that much, more concerned about the Buffalo Bills playing a football game in Detroit this weekend than people getting shoved on the subway.
0: No, no, and and I am saying to you, if I felt that this was a governor that was not concerned with public safety and we're not aligned, I would would clearly state that. Uh, This is a governor that is aligned on crime. Uh, She was with me January 6th. January 6th, she was in the subway station with me when we put in our first phase of the subway safety plan. She, we came back to do the second phase, open up mental health beds. Uh, she is just clearly focused on how we make sure that this city from Buffalo to Buffalo Avenue in Brooklyn uh, is a safe <laughs> place. And we're going we're gonna to focus
1: on that. I know that avenue. Uh, you know, you mentioned January 6th, and you and really, I haven't really talked much about this uh, yet, uh, Mayor Adams. But talking about January 6th, two nights ago, President Trump announced he's going to run again for president, his third time coming up next year. I don't know if you saw the, the whole hour-long speech that he made, but do you have any opinions on President Trump running again?
0: I don't I don't think he should. Uh, I believe that for whatever reason, uh, rightfully or wrongfully, uh, it really divided the country during his run as president. And I believe that we should move forward and not go backwards. I don't believe he should run. <clears throat>
1: All right. Fair enough. You, did you do do you not? Is there any personal uh, relationship between you two or anything in the past or that's just your political feeling?
0: Uh, just a political feeling. Okay. I have no, I have had no interactions with uh, the former president at all.
1: Okay, tell me about Rikers Island. I know that, and I agree with you on this one wholeheartedly that uh, the city should overlook Rikers Island, not the federal government. I know a judge yesterday kept that going, but seems to be an ongoing argument. Why is that the case, and do you think that eventually you guys may lose control of Rikers?
0: Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I believe that you know the. Uh, Outside monitor, as well as the judge, uh, is really seeing that we are making real progress. This has been decades in the making. This didn't start in January of 2022. And when you look at what is happening, what was happening on Rikers Island, we have uh, Commissioner Molina there, who is extremely impressive, bright, and understands the issues. And the judge made the right call. He looked at the facts. He looked at the movements we are making, and he understands, uh, the the, the judge understood that this was a long time in the making of the neglect. And and those who uh, don't understand that is trying to turn over this problem to the federal government. And I don't see the federal prisons being uh, run as well as people are saying. But think about this for a moment also, uh, Sid. The same people who are saying we should give it to an outside uh, federal oversight, they were running it. I mean, right, right. you hear some of the loudest voices. Yep, yep. I mean, what the hell were they doing yep. while they were there? Yep. You know,
1: That's a good so question. Yep.
0: <laughs> maybe the reason they don't want us to continue to do what we're doing is because they're going to be ashamed to find out that yep. they failed. Yep. We are not going to fail.
1: Two or three more let you run. Mayor Eric Adams here, kind enough to join me on this Friday morning. I live in a nice area in Queens. You're a Brooklyn boy, and I know your whole history with your mom and all that stuff, and you're actually a pretty good story. Um, but I got to tell you, the last thing I want to see in my neighborhood, Eric, is um, is a jail, you know, or even a shelter for that matter. And a lot of folks in these boroughs are very nervous that's going to be the case. Are you going to quote their concerns right now or we'll tell them, get ready for it?
0: Well, right now, I am bounded by the law that was put in place under the previous administrations around uh, the borough-based jails. And if anything changes on that, that is going to have to go through the city council Uh, We have to uh, really be aware that the price tag of these jails have gone up uh, astronomically, and we have to sit down together and determine the future of how we're going to incarcerate individuals in the city who are dangerous offenders. We're not talking about those who commit small crimes. We're talking about serious, dangerous offenders. Uh, We have to do it the right
1: way. Uh, tell me about vaccine mandates for city workers. A lot of people still very upset. I did get on a text from an anonymous person, I'm not going to say who it is, who does serve this city that is still very upset about city workers uh, falling under that category, vaccine mandates, and still not getting paid and still not working. Where are we with that, Mayor Adams?
0: Well, well I think, you know, in every story, there are both sides. Uh, I, I look at the side of the uh, Thousands, hundreds of thousands of city workers and city residents who understood that we were dealing with a crisis that could have crippled our city, they stepped up. They were uh, true New Yorkers. They knew they had to protect their families and other New Yorkers, and they responded.
1: But but, but and, you but you would agree, Eric, that it looked bad when, for example, uh, you know Aaron Judge is playing right field for the Yankees, or you know Loudmouth Kyrie Irving is playing basketball in Brooklyn, and. Everyday folks, though, putting their lives on the line, weren't able to work. I'm sorry on this one. I have to disagree. That That's not a good look, Mr. Mayor. Not a good look. Well,
0: I, and, I, and, I, and that's the beauty of, you know, when you and I get on, we— that healthy disagreement, uh, I enjoy. You know, you are you you're like Ali and Frazier. <laughs> you, know, you bring out the best in me. You know, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you know? And I and I don't. I think that what we did with the uh, sports and entertainers was to equalize the playing field. We were telling other entertainers and, and and those who come on the stage that they can come here when our athletes could not play here. That was just wrong to do. We equalized the playing field, but again. Those who were not um, working, they determined, they made the decision, and I respect the decisions that people make, uh, that it was fought in court, the courts rule in our favor, that we can put in place a mandate for those who were city workers, and that's what we live by. I inherited that, and I followed through on it.
1: Mr. Mayor, would you endorse Hakeem Jeffries right now to replace Nancy Pelosi?
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Hakeem is a real friend um I believe that no matter what position he holds in Congress uh we are ha- we're really blessed to have him uh, there in Congress. Oh, look look, we have a Senate majority leader is from New York City and Brooklyn. Uh if we were to get Hakeem Jeffries as a leader in Brooklyn, I mean this does so much for our city and again, he's a real leader. He's been a friend Uh, For many years, I endorsed him when he ran for assembly. I knew he was going to be a star of the party, and I'm happy whatever future that's in front of him. Last
1: question. You sat there at dinner with me and Danielle. You looked us straight in the face when I said to you, Eric, Mr. Mayor, there's all kinds of rumors. You've been telling people you want to run for president. (laughs) And you said, Sid, my job is to clean up this city. That's what I want to do. Those rumors are just that. Rumors, but I'm going to ask it again right now just for listening audience pleasure. Uh, do you have any intention anytime soon of running for president?
0: Not at all. You know, you could run the country from New York City. This is the greatest place on the globe. And you know, the beauty of this uh, is we don't have to agree on everything, we have to agree that we must be safe and raise healthy children and families. And I think that, you know, with, what you and I did uh, with your wife and Tracy and I are looking forward to, you know, having dinner with you guys again. Us oh, too. It just, it's just goes to show us that all we have to do is sit down and talk to each other. And so what if we disagree? I don't agree with myself all the time. <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, but you, you want your family protected, your beautiful daughter and what she's doing, uh, your, you know, your children. Uh, That's the same I want for Jordan. And we may have different opinions on uh, uh, two out of the ten things, but those eight things, those are the foundation, uh, foundational things that make us great as a country.
1: And I'm just going to continue to believe that. Hey, listen, you were great at dinner. You were great this morning. And uh, I'm rooting for you. New York is rooting for you because we need to get back where we were. And, um, uh, listen, the two times I've just spoken to you, I really have the confidence that you can do that. So thank you for coming on are, this morning. We are, we thank you. Let me
0: say, let me share this for you before I go. Yeah. Um, You know, and I said, and someone someone came up to me one day and said, "Listen, I hoped I hoped you fail. I hoped you fail. You know, because they heard some other people say, listen, good luck to you, Eric. We wish you well.' And they came and they said, I hope you fail.'" And I shared with them, "Hey, listen, guy, don't you know I'm the pilot of this plane and you a passenger on it?" Yeah. If I go down, you go down. That's right. We
1: all die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all die. You should be landing that I let, pray that I land this plane. Damn it. It's <laughs> true. No, you're right.
1: No, listen, if you crash a plane, we all die. That's true.
0: Right. right. That's, that know, is so well said. I got to yeah. fly this thing. I got to fly the economy. I got to fly public safety. I got to fly housing. If I crash, then our families crash. We in this plane together. Buckle up. We're going to go through some turbulence, but I'm going to
1: put this plane down on the ground, and we are going to going to get there safely. That is a perfect way in this conversation. Hey, you uh, Happy Thanksgiving. I look forward Thank to you. meeting Tracy and the whole yes. thing. You were great today, uh, Mayor. Thank you so much. Thank you take Ma- care. All right, buddy. Take care. There he is, folks. The mayor of New York City. A very candid, honest, and great conversation. Eric Adams. We'll take a short break, come back with the fourth and final hour. Still lots more to do. Stay with me, Sid, right here on Talk Radio 77, WABC.